Don't look under the internet. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Look Under the Internet, everybody. That's Jason. That's Doug. I'm Ray Romano. Oh, God. Deborah, get the kids. I'm also a mammoth in my house. With a stupid sloth. They managed me. Guys. Oh <laughs> All right. So for it's today's me. creepypasta, we are going Joe to be... We're going to be listening to Mike narrate the uh, plot for Ice Age <laughs> through the various character voices. I'm a shitty squirrel named Scrappy. <laughs> all, all of this episode is just Mike doing Ice Age and then someone trying to remember every line to Shrek. <laughs> I'm yep, just going to so, go off memory. Okay. So there is a, uh, a YouTuber... Uh, uh, Pro ZD, do you know who he is? Mm. Um, he's a guy that does like a bunch of like voice acting stuff. Love him. He's got he's fucking hilarious. But he does this. Uh, he's got this video where his he like apparently memorized Peter Pan. Jesus. Okay. And um, she plays the movie, and he he knows like the scene like immediately, and then he just starts like acting out the scene and like every every fucking line he like knows off the top. What? The and it's fuck? that scene where um. Captain Hook's on the boat and the crocodile's okay. trying to eat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, at this point, Hook's on the uh, the rope and the, the crocodile's like jumping up trying to get him. And she like muted it and he's like on time still. And he's like, oh, at this point, you know, the uh, the crocodile eats the the clock and he's the clock is just kind of skipping away in the water. And I'm like, oh my God. It's like eight minutes of him just fucking knowing Doug, this movie back and forth. I'm kind of surprised you don't have a Disney movie that you could do that to. Like Fantasia, maybe? Uh, uh no. If anything, if 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 I know a movie, like probably the best is probably Aladdin. Mm, okay. Because I just love that movie. It's so like, Prince good. Ali, fabulous he, Ali Ababwa, strong as ten regular the men. men. Something, Something else. Is he he beats the galloping horse. He sends them back to their lords. It's Prince Ali. Welcome uh, everybody. He's got seven. Don't look under the golden camels. Mike is stuck. Why are we a... talking on Disney boys? Well, there's a very good reason. There's a good segue that I'm not going to let us get to yet. Sorry, Bird Scooter. That I'm not letting Thank us get you. to yet because ring a ding ding, we have something else to talk about. We have it's a lot not of a TMZ scoop. Today. Yeah. Guys, buckle in for a second. We first and foremost. We're gonna just we're gonna yeah. Mike's gonna rattle some stuff off and me and me and Jason are gonna, we're gonna take a shot because sure there's am. a lot to talk about. So first and foremost, I want to thank our three new patrons. We are one away from our twenty uh, patron goal where we are going to let out a uh, little 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 campaign we have brewing for you guys. Hell yeah. Um, but I want to give a big old shout out to Sam Cash. Catch? I, I think it's Cash. Catch. Catch. In parentheses McMeow, which I'm assuming is some sort of uh, McDonald's, festive McDonald's well, it's, it's meal. What I, no, like it's, the McRib, how it's, it's only seasonal. Um, I also <laughs> want to thank Rebecca S. Yes, thank you. And Mega weapon which the other two had a had real a names joke. well the other two mega had real weapon. names like sam cash and uh rebecca s but mega weapon is uh is that your real name it's because it's so hot dang son. same tier as dork the clone that's true if that's your legal tendered name r.i.p dork nice 
<laughs> Rest in peace. We in hope peace. to see you again soon. We do. Um, I want to give a little bit of a special shout out to Sam McMeow. Yes. Because, uh, oh my God, yes. She showed us yeah. some uh, 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 fan, fan art. art. Fan art. Yes, sorry. The word first, escaped. This me. is our first bit of fan um, art. So we were all just like pooping our pants. But not only it, it's like kind of in the working still, which is awesome. And she's just showing us like this step by step. Oh, I love it. it Thank you, Sam. So, you are it's so, so cool. much. You are so much more talented yes. than I am. Love that. <laughs> what the fuck? Everything you do is better than what we're doing. Thank yes, you. I don't understand how you can get graphite to draw like that but i know right i also want to give another shout out to rebecca because she <laughs> she caused a freak out gave us way more money than uh what we need <laughs> or deserve i should say you remember what happened right <laughs> yeah we're so so i don't want to give out too much information but we have a two dollar tier man. it's it's coming soon we have a two dollar tier and a five dollar tier we're looking to get a ten dollar tier going and she she brought in 10 buckarunos which is pretty dang cool of you thank you so much thank Rebecca. you so much um but we all were just like oh Fuck, is that tier just open with nothing in it? We all just open up the app. We're like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? We uh, all freaks. It's not open. Rebecca's just super fucking generous and nice. Yeah. Um, and then I also want to give a, a little bit of a shout out to uh, uh, Brandon Copeland. That mm-hmm. is one of our patrons as well. Um, he sent me an Instagram message from a while ago. Sorry, I didn't see it. Um, he bought some of our merch. And uh, he says he's going to take a much clearer picture that we can post on our socials. So thank you. All of you guys. Thank, Thank you, you to so our three much. patrons. Thank you, Sam, Rebecca, Mega Weapon. You guys are the most awesome people. Um, I love all three of you equally. Um, Honestly, you guys are supporting us more right now than our own families are. So <laughs> thank you so much. I will say, if if you message us on Instagram, too, because this kind of opened my eyes. If you message us on Instagram and I don't respond oh, or yeah. Jason or Doug don't respond, we didn't ignore you. We just didn't see it. Yep. Instagram is apparently hiding messages because yeah. I had like I I just went in there because I was just like uh, looking around the app seeing if there's extra shit I can do because I just updated my fucking software yeah and um it was just like oh you have three uh three messages do you want to view them I'm like yeah, yeah I why aren't like these do... being shown and I have to like approve every message <laughs> I think I turned it there's, off we're gonna okay. see there's got to be a setting but um just know I'm not ignoring you um I we love, love you. all of you yes and yeah. Thank you, everybody. Yes. You're, you're super great. Uh, we're super grateful, and Mike, you guys rock. You and we just hit ten thousand. Woo! Oh, you know what to do. Um, are they still alive back there? Oh, God, Can I you see to them feed from them. there? Oh shit! You no, forgot we, to we feed turned them? them in a goose last. Four time. of them are no. That we, we didn't try. try. Well, oh, did we? No, I planned to, and I it just didn't happen. Oh well, we didn't have time. Figure out how to work that spell. A little well, better. my alchemical like library was being a piece of shit, so I couldn't get the fucking bugs feed. And out And you of call yourself a warlock. Anyway, do, do I see I? like four <laughs> audience members still alive over there, so I'm gonna have to clap along with them. Give them some um, bread. I guess they are birds, aren't they? <laughs> anyway, they they this is for you. Be. This is for you, uh, uh, Rebecca, Sam, and Mega Weapon, and a little bit, Brandon. I know you did a lot for us, and I appreciate that, buddy. But these are our three patrons, new patrons. So I gotta give them a big warm welcome. So, boop. Hell yeah! There it is. That? There it is. That's that all love? for you guys. Thank you so much. And shush. See, they shut the fuck up. I think they just died. I fucking it's we about lost the last time. four members. Um, yeah. Also, speaking of our audience, I think it was very funny. So I I tried to get them to applause themselves on the last episode. Like after talk, we were talking about the like no end house and like mm. going over scenarios and stuff. And I tried to get them to clap, but I think the button was broken. That or they just didn't have the will to you know give them Come themselves on, motivation clap. or positive thinking. So, I think they're all starving. 
they didn't want to clap because they didn't have food. Maybe. Uh, also, do we have to give them food? I mean, I don't think we have to, but we might have to start now. Also, if you or any of your loved ones want to be in a non-paid part of Don't Look Into the Internet, you too could be an audience member in the room with us. Yes. Um, it yeah, has we'll no that, pay, we'll we won't that, uh... feed you, and we will chain you to the rafters. But, what an adventure. You know, you can put Hell that on yeah. your resume. Show you your, Yeah, show your... your... We, Speaking of resumes real quick, I did just get a advise, notification. We don't advise that you put that on your resume, but you can. I just got a notification from Indeed for a switchboard operator. Do you want don't to do they, Didn't they stop doing switchboard <laughs> operators like... I don't know, six, seventy years ago. Where is it? Where is it located? I don't know. It didn't say. It just says. Didn't dig too deep into that. Switchboard operator. Okay. Well. Well, Mike kind of figures out his future. Why were we talking <laughs> about? Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. I don't want to. Also, one other thing with patron. Yes. Or one not more patron. Thing. Um, one more housekeeping thing, and we'll be done. We're doing business. This is business talk right here. I know. Deluded we're so business. sorry, everybody. Um, but but that's we what had this a, turned into. We had a couple um shirts get to our attention that yes. were misprinted. And they had problems with the the printout on them. Um, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Unfortunately, we may need you to get in contact with Teespring only because they're going to need a couple things from you. Probably some sort of verification or yep. card information to refund you your money or to send you out another um, but, item of clothing. But still let us know because we're going to get in touch with Teespring as well. We're going to settle what we can on our side before you even have to do anything. Yes. So we, we it was specifically the only thing we've had problems with so far was the long sleeve tee that said "Don't look on the internet." Nicole, I know you bought one. I hope it's okay. <laughs> Same. Yeah. And it was uh, it was one not. it was one instance, so it could just have been like a like a, a misprint fluke. or something it, like it that. It was one instance, two times in one order. Oh yeah. fuck! Oh yeah. right, right, right. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully it was just that order. But um, it, was, it was it was so one order had two of the long sleeves, same shirt. They both came out misprinted. But the T-shirt with the same logo came out perfectly fine. Yes, every okay. everything else on the shop is fine. We took down that long sleeve tee for now, so we can figure out what's going on. We took down all long sleeves. Yeah, just um, as a heads up. But please keep letting us know what's going on. We have wonderful people sending us pictures of their merch, and it all looks fantastic. It looks so good. Um, but again, if you for whatever reason get something that is not of par to your standards or is just fucked up, let us know. We'll get in contact with Teespring if for whatever reason. Teespring needs information from you. We will relay that information to you. Um, but please just keep us updated because the last thing we want is for you to spend, you know, 25, 35 bucks on an item of clothing and it comes out looking like shit. Yep. So we do not want that. That'd be awesome. Just keep us in the loop. Thank you, everyone that's buying the merch. That is super awesome. Oh, yeah. Love you so much. Just to give you guys a heads Three up pieces. of where, uh, where all that income is going, um, we have a couple of purchases to make. One of the priorities being headphones for Mike. <laughs> I right I... now sound like shit. Do Ooh. I sound okay to you guys? Yeah, you People sound at fine. home, drop an F in the chat for my headphones. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, no, I wore those. So when, again, you guys have not heard this yet, but when we recorded our Quiet Year intro to D&D um, episode that we're coming out with i wore those because i didn't want to subject anybody else to the terribleness <laughs> that was within those fucking earpieces we fixed them once during no end house and haven't figured anyway, out how the hell we did i that. don't know what happened so anyway we're gonna be getting some headphones we have a new table that we're looking at getting because we're using Lights. plastic tables we've got lighting so we can yeah we are video. using your stereotypical beer pong tables to yeah. set all of our equipment on yeah, yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of upgrades that need to happen yes. and thank you guys so much for thinking of us giving us uh some support every fucking month. We love you. We love you. We love we you. We quite literally wouldn't be in this situation without you guys. So this is all thanks to you. Yeah. And you know what? 
10,000 downloads. Yeah, 10,000 downloads. That's awesome. And in less than a year, we have been doing this for, I think, I don't know, eight, nine months, I think it is. Since February 14th or 15th. 15th. Right, because the 14th was when we recorded. Yeah. Which was Valentine's Day. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I forgot about yep. that. Uh, and my <laughs> wife was not happy at all about that. Nobody was happy about that. Um, but. but yeah, February 15th was the first time this came out. And uh, here we are, 10, 000, over 10,000 downloads now, later. Oh yeah. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank you, and Look keep doing us. what you're doing. Big dick swinging. Big dick swinging. Um, and I want all of our listeners to do one thing for me. If you go out into a public space and you see like a marker board or chalkboard or something... Tag it with our fucking Duluty Pod. Yeah, we've gotten a couple of pictures. Take a picture of it. We will that, put it so. on our socials too. Yeah, yeah, burn a house down. Burn a house down and claim in the. It was, just it was make because sure, Orthon made you. Just make sure it burns down in the words Duluty Pod or, yeah. or Orthon. Yeah. Or Orthon. People will understand. Yeah, but exactly. Why were we talking about Disney before? Hmm, I don't remember anymore. Is it because I'm dumb? I mean, that could very well be the reason. There's I think a lot my, of reasons What's your favorite do. Disney movie? Mine's Hercules, and I'll tell you why. He is will so you, hot. Will you tell us why? He is so hot. <laughs> um, and I'm talking about uh, I Phil. I do like me some Phil Hercules. Yeah. Hot. Not D- Hercules. Dan DeVito's goat impersonation yeah. is sexy. Rule number 98. And I'm like, oh, God, just fucking. I'm so hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what is yours, Jason? My favorite Disney movie probably has to be. Damn, yeah. It's a newer one. Uh, Inside Out. That's sad. Yeah, that's a, also, I think that's Pixar, is it not? Which I guess is Disney, technically. Correct. Uh, it's Disney. Uh, 100% Disney. <laughs> it's all uh, Disney, man. We, I have a picture of uh, Joy. That is a good one, though. Inside Out is good. Disney. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that movie. It's the Just watching... Bing Bong? Sadness. Well, <laughs> Bing Bong and then Sadness getting dragged around. Like, it's just... It's funny. It's a good fucking movie. What about what you, you Dunglas? I have... I, I'm torn between two. Okay. Because they're both just equally amazing. But Are you about more, to say Coco? No, nah, I mean, okay. I do like Coco a lot. Um, doesn't get me as much as other people, I think. But uh, either way, uh, my favorite one is Aladdin. Like, that one yeah, I know, just yeah. like, I'd, I'd, like I grew up on Aladdin. I could watch, you know, Robin Williams be the genie all day, all every day. All day, yeah. Um, but I also really like Big Hero 6. Ooh, uh, that's that a, is a good fucking one. good one. That is a good yeah, one. Yeah. That one's just fucking solid all the way around. If you don't like Baymax, you're a fucking trash human <laughs> you're being. You're an idiot. Um, Who doesn't like that balloon motherfucker? Now, Disney has made quite a bunch of good things, and also quite a lot of bad things. We're gonna get into the bad things here. Uh, specifically one bad thing that was abandoned by Disney. It was abandoned, huh? Abandoned by Disney. Does that have anything to do with the title of maybe something we're about to talk about? It's exactly that. Oh, good! It is the title of what we're talking about. So, Doug, why don't you go ahead and introduce this? (laughs) Yes, it's yours. This is your week. Oh, yeah, this is our third iteration of Pee Pastas on Anal Wing. Mm -hmm. Um, Anal Wing Pee Pasta. The fourth episode, the listener episode... I will not be here for sadly. Um, I'm going to be on my honeymoon, but the listeners will. So still calling everybody. I will be there in spirit. Um, but you can also th- uh, say have fun at your honeymoon if you want to say that on air. That'd be that would make me feel special. Don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> but he also just yes. wants to feel good. Don't let him. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for compliments. Um, but no, yeah, me and Boo Jason this will man. be your guide. Boo. Uh, yeah, we'll be your tour guides for the next episode. So yep. call in. And this and is us... the next one is all about you guys. But today is all about Doug's, Doug's favorite pee pasta. Favorite pee pasta. Yes, this pee pasta is 
a spoopy one. And I, if you hadn't noticed, we've been talking about Disney the whole fucking time. But yeah, it's called Abandoned by Disney. And mm. uh, it's going to take you on a ride of mega corporations, uh, shitty after birth of god whatever this is so um (laughs) remember uh fiddle the future oh my god do you think he came from a future where uh all disney's are abandoned probs i didn't ever watch that show i'm not oh i loved it um they had a caveman (laughs) they had a caveman which i think was the dean from community Mm. Was oh, it? Oh, really? I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> That's funny, actually. And he's just... Somebody fact-check us on that. We're, we're probably wrong. It was but... someone, like, <laughs> low-grade popular. Or, like... Yep. But, and, yeah. Should we get into fucking the wonder that is... Do you Let's guys, do you... d- dump into it. Oh, I wish we could dump cue, like, the Disney, it. like, the the the, uh, the track from, like... The oh, star yeah. shoot. Yeah. I'm not gonna do the rest... Disney, don't kill me. Please, please, <laughs> please don't, don't kill us. me. It's the yeah, first Mickey's, three notes, that's it. Mickey's on his way to the the uh, the house here with oh, a I'm cease and desist. fucking kill you! Yeah. No one fucks with the mouse. <laughs> I'm talking shit. Huh? All right, well, if you guys are, are you guys ready? Yes, let's, I was born ready. Let's dump I'm into Mickey the tube. Mouse, damn it! Some of you may have heard that the Disney Corporation is responsible for at least one real, live ghost town. Disney built the Treasure Island Resort in Baker's Bay in the Bahamas. It didn't start as a ghost town, but Disney's cruise ships would actually stop at the resort and leave tourists there to relax in luxury. This is a fact. You can look this up. Disney blew through $30 million on the place. Yep, you heard it. 30 million dollars. Then they abandoned it. Disney blamed the shallow waters, which were too shallow for their ships to safely operate, and there was even blame cast on the workers, saying that since they were from the Bahamas, they were too lazy to work at a regular schedule. That's where the factual nature of their story ends. It wasn't because of sand, and obviously it wasn't because foreigners are lazy. Both are convenient excuses. No. I sincerely doubt those reasons were legitimate. Why don't I buy the official story? Because of Mowgli's Palace. Near the beachside city of the Emerald Isle in North Carolina, Disney began construction of Mowgli's Palace in the late 1990s. The concept was a jungle-themed resort with a large, guessed it, palace right in the center of the whole damn thing. If you're unfamiliar with the character of Mowgli, then you might better remember the story, The Jungle Book. If you haven't seen it anywhere else, you know it as a Disney cartoon from decades past. Mowgli is an abandoned child in the jungle, essentially raised by animals and simultaneously threatened and pursued by other animals. Mowgli's palace was a controversial undertaking from the start. Disney bought up a ton of high-priced land for the project, and there was actually a scandal surrounding some of the purchases. The local government claimed eminent domain on people's homes, then turned around and sold that property to Disney. At one point, a home that had just been constructed was immediately condemned with little to no explanation. The land grabbed by the government was supposedly for some fictional highway project. Knowing full well what was going on, people started calling it Mickey Mouse Highway. Quite fitting if you ask me. Then there was the concept art. A group of stuffed shirts from Disney Co. actually held a city meeting. 
They intended to sell everyone on how lucrative this project was going to be for everybody. When they show the concept art, this gigantic Indian palace surrounded by jungle. They were staffed with men and women in loincloth and tribal gear. Well, it's safe to say that everyone flipped their shit. We're talking about a large Indian palace, jungle, and loincloths, not only in the center of a relatively wealthy area, but also a somewhat xenophobic area of the southern USA. It was a questionable mix at that point in history. One member of the crowd tried to storm the stage, but he was quickly subdued by security after he managed to break one of the presentation boards over his knee. Disney took that community and essentially broke it over its knee as well. The houses were raised, the land was cleared, and there wasn't a damn thing anyone could do or say about it. Local TV and newspapers were against the resort from the very beginning. But some insane connection between Disney's media holdings and the local venues came right into play and their opinions turned on a dime. So anyway, Treasure Island, the Bahamas. Disney sunk those millions in and then split. The same thing happened with Mowgli's Palace. Construction was complete. Visitors actually stayed at the resort. The surrounding communities were flooded with traffic and the usual annoyances associated with an influx of lost and irate tourists. Then it all just stopped. Disney shut it down and nobody knew what the hell to think. But they were pretty happy about it. Disney's loss was pretty hilarious and wonderful to a large group of folks who didn't want this place in the first place. I honestly didn't give the place another thought since hearing it closed over a decade ago. I live maybe four hours from Emerald Isle, so really I only heard the rumblings and didn't experience any of it firsthand. Then I read this article from someone who had explored the Treasure Island Resort and posted a whole blog about all the crazy shit he found there. Stuff just... left behind. Things smashed, defaced, probably ruined by the disgruntled former employees who had just lost their jobs. Hell, the locals from all around probably had a hand in wrecking that place. People there felt just as angry about Treasure Island as folks here did about Mowgli's Palace. Plus, there were rumors that Disney had released their aquarium stock into the local waters when they closed, including sharks. Who wouldn't want to take a few swings at some merchandise after that? Well, what I'm getting at is that this post about Treasure Island got me thinking. Even though many years had passed since its closing, I figured it might be cool to do some urban exploration at Mowgli's Palace take some photos, write about my experience, and probably see if there's anything I could take home as a memento. I'm not going to say I wasted no time in getting there, because honestly, it took me another year after I first found that Treasure Island article to get around to even going up to the Emerald Isle. Over the course of that year, I did a lot of research on the Palace Resort. Or rather, I tried to. Naturally, no official Disney site or resource made any mention of the place. That had been scrubbed clean. Even odder, however, was that nobody before myself had apparently thought to blog about the place or even post a photo. None of the local TV or newspaper sites had one word about the place, though that was to be expected since they had all swung Disney's way. They wouldn't be out there lauding their embarrassment, you know? Recently, I learned that corporations can actually ask Google, for example, to remove links from search results basically for no good reason. 
Looking back, it's probably not that nobody spoke of the resort, but rather their words were made inaccessible. So in the end, I could barely find the place. All I had to go on was an old-as-hell map I've received in the mail back in the 90s. It was some promotional item sent out to the people who had recently been to Disney World, and I guess since I had been there in the late 80s, that was recent enough. I didn't really intend to hang on to it, it just got shoved in with my books and comics from my childhood. I'd only remembered it months into my research, even then it took me another few weeks to locate the storage bin my parents had shoved it all into. But I did it. Locals were no help, as most were transplants who had moved to the beach in recent years, or old residents who just sneered at me and made rude gestures the second I managed to say, where would I find Mowgli's? The drive took me through an inordinately long corridor of overgrowth. Tropical plants that run rampant and overpopulated the area, mixed with the native species of flora that actually belonged there and had tried to reclaim that land. I was in awe when I reached the front gates of the resort. Tremendous, monolithic wooden gates whose supports to either side looked like they must have been cut out of giant sequoias. The gate itself had been gouged in several places by woodpeckers and eaten away at the base by burrowing insects. Hanging on the gate was a sheet of metal, some random scrap with hand-painted letters scrawled in black. Abandoned by Disney. Clearly the handiwork of some past local or an employee who wanted to make some small protest. The gates were open enough to walk through, but not drive. So grabbing my digital camera and the map, whose flip side showed a layout of the resort, I set off on foot. The inner grounds of the place were just as overgrown as the entryway. Palm trees stood unattended and ragged among piles of their own coconuts. Banana plants, similarly, stood in their own stinking, bug-riddled refuse. There is this sort of clash between order and chaos as carefully planted rolls of perennial flowers mixed with obnoxious tall weeds and stinking, blackened mushrooms. All that remained of any outdoor structures were broken, rotting wood and various charred bits of unidentifiable material. What was most likely an information booth or an outdoor bar was now simply a pile of assorted debris chopped up by past vandalism and ravaged by weather. The most interesting thing on the grounds was a statue of Blue, the friendly bear from the Jungle Book, which stood in a sort of courtyard in front of the main building. He was frozen in a jovial wave toward no one, staring into empty space with a silly, toothy grin as bird shit covered whole swaths of his fur and vines ensnared his platform. I approached the main building, the palace, only to find the outside of the building covered in graffiti where the original paint hadn't peeled and chipped away yet. The front doors weren't just open, they had been taken off their hinges and were stolen. Above the front doors, or the gaping mall where they had been, someone had once again painted, Abandoned by Disney. I wish I could tell you about all the awesome stuff I had saw inside the palace. Forgotten statues, abandoned cash registers, a full-fledged secret society of homeless pums. But no. The inside of the building was so stark, so bare, that I actually think people had stolen the molding off the walls. Anything that was too big to steal, counters, desks, giant fake trees, they were all resting amid this empty echo chamber that amplified every step like a slow rat-tat-tat of a machine gun. I checked the floor plan and headed to all the locations that might seem in any way interesting. 
The kitchen was as you'd imagine. An industrial food prep area with all the appliances and space, no expenses spared. Every glass surface was broken. Every door knocked off its hinges. Every metal surface kicked and dented. The entire place smelled like very old piss. The huge freezer, not even remotely cool now, had row upon row of empty shelf space. Hooks hung from the ceiling, probably for hanging cuts of meat. And as I stood inside for a moment, I noticed they were swinging. Each hook swung in a random direction, but their movements were so slow and small that it was almost impossible to see. I figured it had been caused by my footsteps, so I stopped one from swinging by clutching with my fist, then carefully letting go. But within seconds, it started swinging once more. The bathrooms were in much the same state as the rest of the place. Just like the Treasure Island Resort, someone had methodically smashed each porcelain commode with coconuts and other implements. There was about a half inch of rancid, stinking stagnant water on the floor, so I didn't stay there long. What's odd is that the toilets and the sinks and the bidets in the ladies' room, yeah, I went in there, all dripped, leaked, or just ran freely. It seemed to me that they should have shut the water off long ago. Long ago. There were plenty of rooms in the resort, but naturally I didn't have time to look through them all. The few I did peer into were similarly wrecked, and I didn't expect to find anything there. I thought there was actually a television or a radio in one room, as I really think I heard a quiet conversation coming out. Though it was like a whisper, probably my own breath echoing in the silence, or just another case of the sound of flowing water playing tricks in the mine, this is what it sounded like to me. Now, I, I know, I know, that sounds ridiculous. I'm just telling you what I experienced. Why I thought there might have been something running around in that room, or worse, some vagrants who had holed up in there and probably would have knifed me. At the front doors of the palace again, I figured I hadn't found anything of note and I had wasted the trip up. As I looked out the door, I noticed something interesting in the courtyard that I had apparently missed. Something that would give me at least one thing to show off for all my trouble, even if it was just one photograph. There was a lifelike statue of a python, maybe 80 feet long, coiled up and sunning itself on a pedestal right in the center of the area. It was almost time for the sun to start setting, so the light fell onto the object in the perfect way for the photograph. I approached the python and snapped a photo. Then I stood on my toes and snapped another. I moved closer, again, to get the detail of its face. Slowly, casually, the python lifted its head, looked directly into my eyes, turned, and slithered off the pedestal, across the grass, and into the trees. All 80 feet of it. Its head long disappeared into the woods before its tail even left the sunning spot. Disney had released their exotic animals into the ground. Right there, on my floor plan map, was the reptile house. I should have known. I'd read about the sharks at Treasure Isle, 
and I should have known they'd done this. I was dumbfounded, just utterly stupefied. My mouth must have been hanging open for the longest time before I came back down to earth and snapped it shut. I blinked a few times and backed away from where the snake had been, back toward the palace. Even though it was totally gone, I still wasn't taking any chances and backed my way into the building. It took a few deep breaths and slaps my own face to get myself right in the head again after that. I looked for a place to sit down as my legs were feeling a bit like jelly at this point. Of course, there was no place to sit down unless I wanted to recline in the broken glass and dead leaf carpet or haul myself up onto a desk of questionably reliability. I had seen some stairs near the palace's lobby and decided to go have a seat there until I felt better. The staircase was far enough away from the front of the building to be relatively clean, save for a startling accumulation of dust. I pulled a wedge of metal off the wall, once again painted with the abandoned by Disney motto I'd become so accustomed to. I placed the wedge on the stairs and sat on it to keep at least somewhat clean. The stairway led downward, below ground level. Using my camera flash as a sort of improvised flashlight, I could see that the staircase ended in a metal mesh door with a padlock. A sign on the door. A real sign. Red. Mascots only. Thank you. This perked up my spirits a little bit for two reasons. One, a mascots only area would have definitely had some interesting stuff back in the day. Two, the padlock was still in place. Nobody had gone down there. Not the vandals, not the looters, nobody. This was the one place I could actually explore and perhaps find something interesting to photograph or wantonly steal. I'd come to the palace essentially agreeing with myself that it was okay to take anything I wanted because, hey, abandoned. It didn't take much to bust the lock. Well, actually that's wrong. It didn't take much to bust the metal plate on the wall that the padlock was hooked to. Time and decay had done most of the work for me, and I was able to bend the metal plate enough to pull the screws out of the wall, something nobody else had apparently thought of, or hadn't been able to do for that time. The mascot's only area was a startling and very welcomed change from the rest of the building I've seen. For one, every second or third fluorescent light overhead was illuminated, even though they flickered and faded randomly. Also, nothing had been stolen or broken, even if age and exposure were definitely taking their toll. Tables had notepads and pens. There were clocks. Even a punching clock on the wall completed with filled out time cards. Chairs were scattered all around and there was even a small break room with an old, static-filled television and long rotted out food and drink on the counters. It was like one of those post-apocalyptic movies where everything is left in a state of evacuation. As I walked the maze-like sub-basement hallways of the mascots-only area, the sights just became more and more interesting. As I went further, desks and tables were knocked over, papers scattered and almost melded with the damp floor, and a large carpet of mold was slowly overtaking the real rotting crimson floor covering. Everything was just sort of squishy. Anything wood disintegrated into mush when I applied even the least amount of force, 
and clothing items hanging on hooks in one of the rooms simply fell to the moist threads if I tried to hook them. One thing that annoyed me was that the light was becoming more sparse and unreliable as I went further into the dank, suffocating depths of this place. Eventually, I reached a black and yellow striped door with the words, Character Prep 1, stenciled on it. The door wouldn't open at first. I figured this is probably where the costumes were kept, and I definitely wanted a photograph of that twisted, stinking mess. Try as I might, whatever angle or trick I tried, the door wouldn't budge. That is, till I gave up and started to walk away. That was when there was this slight popping sound, and the door creaked open slowly. Inside the room was completely dark, pitch black. I used the camera flash to look for a light switch in the wall by the door, but there was nothing. As I made my search, I was jarred out of my sense of excitement by a loud electrical buzz. Rows of lights overhead suddenly flashed to life, flickering and fading in and out like the rest I had passed. It took a second for my eyes to adjust, and it seemed like the light was going to just keep getting brighter and brighter until all the bulbs exploded. But just when I thought it had reached that critical stage, the lights dimmed a bit and steadied. The room was exactly as I pictured it. Various Disney costumes hung on the walls, fully put together like strange cartoon cadavers hung from invisible nooses. There is an entire rack of loincloths and native clothes on hangers towards the back. What I found odd, and what I wanted to photograph right away, was a Mickey Mouse costume at the center of the room. Unlike the other costumes, it was lying on its back in the center of the floor like a murder victim. The fur on the costume was rotten and shedding, creating bear patches. What was even odder, however, was the coloring of the costume. It was like a photo negative of the actual Mickey Mouse. Black where he should have been white, and white where he should have been black. His normal red overalls were light blue. The light was off-putting enough that I actually put off photographing the thing until last. I took a picture of the costumes hanging on the walls. Upward angles, downward angles, side shots to show an entire row of frozen, putrid cartoon faces, some with plastic eyes missing. Then I decided to stage a shot. Just one of the bedraggled character heads on this slick, grimy floor. I reached for the headpiece of a Donald Duck costume and carefully removed it so the thing wouldn't fall apart in my hands. As I looked into the face of the wide-eyed, moldering head, a loud clattering sound made me jump with fright. I looked down to my feet and there between my shoes was a human skull. It had fallen out of the mascot's head and shattered into pieces at my feet. Only the empty face and lower jaw remained. Was staring up at me. I dropped the duck head immediately, and as you'd expect, and moved for the door. As I stood in the doorway, I looked back to the skull on the floor. I had to take a picture of it, you know? I had to. For any number of reasons that may seem silly, but only if you don't think it through. I'd need proof of what happened, especially if Disney was going to somehow make this go away. 
I had no doubt in my mind right from the start that even if it was just gross negligence, Disney was responsible for this. That's when Mickey, the photo negative opposite Mickey in the middle of the room, started to get up. First sitting up, then climbing to its feet, the Mickey Mouse costume, or whoever was inside of it, stood there in the center of the room, its fake face staring directly at me as it, I mumbled, No, 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 no. With shaking hands and a violently thrashing heart and legs that once again had turned to jelly, I managed to lift the camera and aim it at the opposite creature, now quietly sizing me up. The digital camera screen displayed only dead pixels in the shape of the thing. It was a perfect silhouette of the Mickey costume. As the camera moved in my unsteady hands, the dead pixels spread, marring the screen wherever Mickey's outline moved to. Then the camera died, went blank and quiet and broken. I raised my eyes once again to the Mickey Mouse costume. Hey, wanna see my head? Come on. It started to pull at its own head, working its clumsy, glove-clad fingers around its neck with clawing, impatient movements similar to a wounded man trying to pull himself free of a predator's jaw. As it worked its digits into its neck, so much blood, so much thick, chunky yellow blood, I turned away as I heard a sickening tearing of cloth and flesh, only cared about getting away. Above the doorway out of this room, I saw the final message clawed into the metal with bone or fingernails. Abandoned by God. I never got the pictures out of the camera. I never wrote the blog entry about it. After I ran from that place, fled for my sanity, if not my very life, I knew why Disney didn't want anyone to know about this place. They didn't want anyone like me getting in. And they certainly didn't want anything like that getting help. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, fellas. that's exactly what we want to hear. Oh, right hey, fellas, this. it's me. Um, your your pal. Uh, for copyright reasons, I'm Monkey. <laughs> that's it, Monkey. Monkey, monkey Mouse. Milky Rat. Milky Mouse. Milk, monkey Rat. Rat. Monkey Rouse. Monkey Rat. This bit's getting old. It's, yep. Um, yeah, so that was Abandoned by Disney. Ooh. So, Doug, why do you like that one so much, other than your fetish for a mouse? Uh, well, uh, other than the fetish for mice, uh, I just really like Disney, and I think it's uh, really nice that, uh, you know, we get to have our Disney movies and our Disney creepypastas. So. That's true. You get that. a little bit of everything. Best Honestly, of both worlds. I wish Disney would open up, like, a horror franchise from what i hear muppets haunted mansion (laughs) from because it just came out from what i only 47 minutes and it's quite all right the the rumor (laughs) is that disney's gonna have um its own separate it's called like disney star or something like that i don't know if that's like what it's actually called whoa hi doug (laughs) i don't know if that's what it's actually (laughs) called but disney plus gonna have a thing where they're gonna put all their like r-rated stuff Oh, really? Yeah, like aliens and all them, because they just acquired Fox. Okay. So, that that's... I'm interested in that, to see what... No, yeah, so absolutely. So now, the alien queen is a Disney princess. You know what I have to is. say about that? What? 
Eat this McKick. <laughs> I, you, I have no idea what that said. I should not have given Doug this power. <laughs> I should that not. That was apparently Sonic the Hedgehog. Ogilvy. Okay. Mm-mm. The spiky blue pork. That was not Sonic the Hedgehog. That play, was the, play it the, again? The Ben Schwartz version. Play it again. Eat this McKick. Eat this what? Dick. Eat, eat this McDick. Because that was originally what I had. that a breakfast item for... on their menu? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to get there before 10 a.m. though. Ro- Ronald's, is done. Ronald's new uh, well, best Oh, you know what I haven't done? Mm. My, my segment. Oh, What right. are we drinking? What are we thinking? There's a bottle here and it's empty. Almost. Yeah. What are, what are, I, what are I we need drinking? to make that jingle, don't I? No, I like this. Well, no, I know, but I need to, rec- like, I need to take that segment of you seeing that, put music to it, and then give you... I like An official segment. I like the basic, just clappy clap. Okay, well, it adds if, some. Hey, if you're telling me not to do extra work, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. It adds a certain je ne sais quoi to it that I just don't know. Anyway, that bottle is now officially empty. But what was it? Oh, Doug. It was Jameson. Can you grab the no, other bottle? No he, he owes me a shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to take the last bit of mine? Yeah. Selfish Mr. Prick. Mr. Three Beers. Shut up. Fine. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking maybe a shot and a half the whole entire time Fine. we've been recording. I'm drinking a Bud Light. They're drinking Jameson since no one said anything. Hey, yeah, we are. We, the, the Irish bottle, of the whisk. The bottle is empty. And there's another bottle to go through. And, and that's Glenn Levitt. We have two more episodes to record tonight. Hooray! It's great. We so love go ahead, you guys. Boys, go ahead and when you hear the clink, drink, everybody. Go Three, two, one. Yeah, suck that down. Suck that down. That's so much better. Oh, yeah. That's so much better oh, than yeah. the Canadian Club. Well, Canadian Club is poop. Um, I hope, I hope you all liked your, uh, the, our, our three top creepypasta picks. Same. Or, uh, sorry, peepypastas. Thank you, Silly Jesus. Me. Um, I, in, I really enjoyed this. It was a good time, boys. It really was. Um, I hope you people listening at home or in your car or when you're mugging an old lady in the alleyway enjoyed you this people. just as much. What do you yep. mean? <laughs> I hope that makes yes. I hope that makes the audio. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I do want to give uh, another little, little shout out, obviously, to all of yeah. our stuff. Or, uh, all of, all our, of our stuff. <laughs> you know, my shoes. Uh, all of, <laughs> I've got some socks. I just like to give a shout out to them for being on the feet. My Thanks shoes for being mine. <laughs> That I purchased. <laughs> love, love you. For love that. that. Love you. Um, I want to shout out to all of our listeners. I want to shout out to our new three patrons again. Once again, you guys are awesome. So fucking cool. Rebecca, Sam, and Mega Weapon. Mega Weapon. <laughs> so thank you all again very much. Boys, are we wrapping it up here? Yeah, I mean, I always wrap it up. I don't really know what else it's to the safest talk about. way. I mean, Mickey. With yellow blood is going yeah, to yeah, that was a bit weird. I don't know dreams. why his blood was yellow. And see, those are the Jeez. things that my mind. Oh, okay, that actually makes sense a little bit. I didn't put two and two like that together, but that actually does oh. make sense. My cheese, my oh. blood is cheese, huh? <laughs> my blood is cheese. Just, you know, sometimes you eat so much cheese that your blood. I get it. I, I fucking do eat. Get it. I do eat a lot of that cheese whiz. 
I buy so it's very good and very bad for you. I buy bags of that shredded like cheddar cheese for quesadillas and the like. The nachos, nachos that you, that you want to make and then the, you the microwave you, and then that you eat while shitting, but. We see. They end up under the bed. I wish I got that far. Oh yeah, that that was a point in my life where I'd leave plates of nachos under the bed. It was but last week. I don't get that far anymore. Now I look at them. I look at the chips. And I'm like, I could mix these together and heat them, or you I could, could just take handfuls of shredded cheese and shovel it the fuck into my mouth. And that's kind of how I get my nutrition. Or you could take pounds of butter, put it on a pan. And, and not heat it up and out sleep the in the kitchen. I could also do that. Which happened this weekend. <laughs> Just I, so everyone I blame knows. Doug. We, <laughs> I blame Doug. We had a, uh, a semi-birthday For Jason's birthday. Happy party. birthday, Jason. We celebrate to you. And if you want another one, you won't fuck around next year, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, yes, so long we, story short, Jason's birthday, murder mystery party, Lots of alcohol, two bottles of Maker Mark, Maker's Mark, and uh, half a bottle of Jameson, plus a bunch of other shit. Long story short, I have no reference for the night. Yeah, (laughs) I have none. (laughs) One hundred percent, both of us blacked out for sure. If you're listening to this episode when it comes out, I know it's going to be a week after. But can you send a video to our Twitter, uh, you know, uh, at us or whatever it's called, at Pod. Of you taking a shot, saying "Happy Birthday, Jason," and throwing Ooh, it back. I would love that. I will. I will join you. Sweet. So for every for each one given, I will take one ah, and send a video back. The Lord back. giveth. The Lord. Can we get our first more. fax hole for Jason? Yeah. Also, we need fax holes. Show us your booty hole. My fax hole is empty, and I need it to be full. Oh no! <laughs> We're running low on the fax holes. Um, do you guys have anything you want to say to the people, the beautiful people? Aside from give me your fax holes, yes. And make it aside sexy? from that. Mm. Also, whoever sent us a picture of a gargamel, preach. Yeah, seriously. Preach. Oh, we- you know, so Gargamel. No, Gargamel. No, 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 no. We've no, done no. this in a while. We are so close to the end of this episode. No, we Don't are. Derail it. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. But he's got this no, no, fucking no, 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 no. weird soul patch. Like what? Okay. So if you, you want to reach the podcast, any, uh, keep going, Mike. If you want to reach the ranting. podcast, uh, your if best he... way to go about it is our Google phone number, which is six three zero nine zero nine nine three six six. Once again, six three zero nine zero nine nine three six six. And again, one people, more time, that is six three zero nine zero nine nine three six. Six. Um, we are doing our listener episode next week. Yes. Um, and, and there's are, still time. There's still time. When this comes is. out, you still have a you have a two day window to give us shit when this comes out. So send us a text to that phone number or call that phone number and leave a voicemail. We will play that voicemail on air of your scary story. We will read your text on the scary story. Or if you want to call in, message us and be like, "Hey, can I call in and tell a story?" We'll say, "Fuck yeah, go ahead and do it." This might be a 3-hour episode. We don't know. Who yet. the fuck if knows? If you yeah, if you want to be on the episode like where you call in, we're going to have to get with you soon. Yes. Um, and so, by the time you hear this, you're going to have like two days, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah not, not we, long. If we haven't contacted you prior, you're shit out of luck. And also, <laughs> the people who have been contacted, fucking, just hold on a second. Patient Tiago. We're still figuring this out. Disney reference right there. <laughs> um, that's the best way to reach us. You can go to our link tree at linktree.com/slash/deludipod. That has all the links to all of our socials, where we are either don't look under the internet or deludipod on all social medias. If you just Google. 
either Diluti Potter, don't look under the internet, you'll also find them, but the link tree is the easiest way. You can also go to Buy Me a Coffee, which, let's be real, we're going to buy, buy alcohol with that, yep. but it's buymeacoffee.com slash Pod or in the app, it's just DilutiPod. We're um, fucking, we're everywhere. Like YouTube.com. Uh, we're, YouTube, we're, don't look under the internet. Our YouTube like, is busting. It is blowing up right now. busting right now. So thank you guys for yes. watching us on YouTube. You can find our merch if you go to the link tree or in the description of all the episodes or the descriptions of all of our socials. You will find the link for our merch at Teespring. It's not exactly like we got teespring.com slash DilutiPod. I don't think that's a thing, but try Googling it and see what happens anyway. Yeah. Um, it might show up. Who knows? I haven't tried, yeah. so... Um, Doug, uh, Doug, Doug, Doug. Yo, hey, Since, what up? Oh, I forgot. You're supposed to do all this because it's your episode. Uh, oh, yep. right. Well, go ahead and continue. Take it from here. I'll listen. All right, start over. Oh, damn. Jason, delete everything. <laughs> <laughs> Scrap the whole show. <laughs> Doug, take over. All right, Doug, um, uh, finish us off. You can find us at OnlyFans.com slash DeludiPod, uh, Pornhub.com slash DeludiPod. Um, also... At xhamster.com slash DeludiPod. We got the the xhamster stat? We we got there, yeah. So um, if you want to see one of our nutsacks, I can't remember whose, uh, you can find us there. there, Yeah, I have his tits like saved a a couple times on my phone. So if you want to see those, hit me up. Uh, If you want to start a porn site called jasonstits.com. Maybe, it, maybe the, it's available. <laughs> I, I have the URL ready to go, uh, DNS provided, good to go. Um, yeah, I think Mike hit everything, so now I'm just making shit up. I'm so. sorry, I took that spotlight from no, you. No, it's, it's no, okay, because it's probably better. Mention something about teeth, do it. Oh, um, if you if you file your teeth, uh, that's wrong. Don't, don't, don't. That's the wrong way to do that. I do um, have but rasps if you need it, though. It files your teeth. Oh, don't do that. Oh, boy. Um, if <laughs> you take a video of you clipping your teeth like your toenails, uh, send oh. it to Mike, not us. We don't We don't want that shit. Nicole just, will just set a whole I thing know, on that, Twitter That's what that. made me think about it, and honestly, I haven't been able to get that out of my head, and that's our own fault. Um, so We did this to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we learn these things as we go here. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, slap Dude. your peens and your beans and your assholes and your, your slap holes and your fax holes and... Any orifice on your body, just slap something against it. Do Jason's thing. Sign us off with Jason's thing. He's fucking paranoid. You fucking bitches. Ooh, there it is. See, I like that better. Can he just do that now? No. Mike's Mike's holding me hostage. Or or I could do, hey, uh, stay stay paranoid, please. (laughs) (laughs) Because today's letter is P. Her paranoid. Um, It's me. Your wife, Miss Piggy. You sound like Frank from Hellraiser, so. Oh, God.